Welcome back. Are we doing welcome back to the Welcome work? back. Yeah. Welcome back, people. <laughs> welcome back. Hope you missed welcome us. Black. Um yeah, welcome back to the Flat White and Black Coffee podcast. Um I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Robinson. And I am the other host, Jack Murphy Jones. And it is a pleasure to be here with you, my friend, in this second episode of the podcast. Yeah, likewise, man, likewise. I'm looking forward <laughs> to uh, I'm looking forward to chatting about um about dreams. Yeah, let's get into this, man. Let's get into it. Okay, so uh, we were deciding on a topic to do for this uh, episode, and after much debate, <laughs> and by much debate, I mean maybe you pretty hours. much saying no to everything I suggested <laughs> <laughs> we're doing my suggestion yeah. uh, we're gonna go do dreams so uh, I didn't I mean look <laughs> it's fine let's just go all dreams. right we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that <laughs> we'll, we'll do religion another day maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh, yeah so dreams I mean I wanted to go into our dreams and stuff. I know you've made like a some I- list of ideas and stuff that we'd like to go through. But dreams that we've had, dreams that we've shared, mm-hmm. and even dreams when we sleep at night, which is a completely different subconscious dream, but yeah. uh, it's a dream nevertheless. True. Um, so yeah, I don't know where you want to start. Well, I think the best place to start is what what was the first proper dream you can remember it not not a dream when you're asleep but like, uh, <laughs> we're gonna do this a lot <laughs> yeah. Um, um yeah just an actual like dream and ambition as yeah a kid, like an ambition as a kid yeah um i think it all it always goes to like films and stuff okay. and i think my initial dream would have been to be to, be, to create a cartoon or something because mm. i think as a kid i was always obsessed with Cartoon. I still like in cartoons and stuff, you know. Um, but I'd I'd take in so much cartoons, Simpsons, SpongeBob, Futurama. I mean, Rugrats mm. and everything like that. And I just thought oh, I'd love to make um, something so along was, the lines of that. So it was you wanted to, because like I feel like kids normally like see a superhero and they're like I want to yeah. be Spider-Man I want to do but you you were dreaming more like I want to create something like Spider-Man I want to I be I think the... so yeah I mean I can't think of my like my first dream of something like that I mean I remember watching Fast and Furious or something yeah, yeah, and yeah. I went I want to be a street racer <laughs> and it's like, I want to be Dominic Toretto man <laughs> ah <laughs> Lenny <laughs> Um, yeah, for, for me, it was it was the classic of being a footballer. Yeah, definitely. Like there, was, there was nothing that that got anywhere near that. Sure. Um, to the point of like, even like a few years ago, I was like, oh, I could still probably make it now. Yeah. <laughs> if I really put my mind to it, I could still do it because when you when you you wanted to be a pro footballer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like like Premier League, Champions League, play for England. And a part of me does believe that if I'd have been as determined as um, a lot of kids to do it as a, when I was younger, mm-hmm. like I had the talent and 
I just lacked the determination, and if I had Definitely. it, I could have been in a different place. Um, well, I don't like. Um, I remember, obviously, was it what was the show called that your dad went on the Big Red Book or something? Oh, this is your life. This yeah. is your life. So I remember you went on that show, right? Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. wore an Arsenal kit or something. No, I wore I wore an England kit. Yeah, it was okay. like a, it was like a kids England kit. Um, and they even asked you, didn't they? They were like, they "What did, do you want to yeah. be when you're older?" So. Yeah, and it kind of. See, I feel like that was a big turning point for my footballing career because, because um, obviously my my um, second cousin um, is Ian Wright, mm-hmm. um, and he played for Arsenal for absolute years. He's an Arsenal legend, um, and, and he's still involved up, in football, isn't still, he? Massively, yeah, yeah, massively involved in in Arsenal, especially. Um, and and yeah, growing up, I I was lucky enough to. To know a few, um, well, my dad was. My dad knew a few footballers, so I'd one week I'd support Aston Villa because Dion Dublin played play for them, um, and then I got the chance to go to a Man United game and meet a few of the United players. So then I supported Man United for a little bit, um, and yeah, when I was when I went on This Is Your Life, um, it was around the time that I supported Man United, but obviously Arsenal were. The club that my dad supported and stuff, so I kind of yeah. supported them as well. Um, and yeah, when I got asked, um, "Who do you support?" Uh, no, when I got asked um, by the presenter, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I said, um, "Who was the presenter? Was uh, it someone famous?" Or yeah, no, of... it was a guy called Michael Aspel, I think. Rings a bell, but yeah, I'm not sure. yeah. When he asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I said. I want to be a footballer and play for Manchester United and Arsenal. Manchester. <laughs> but as soon as I said Manchester United, the whole audience and everybody started laughing because obviously my cousin is sat right there, Ian Wright. Everyone looked to him. He just kind of put his head in his hands and was like that. And I was like, no, no, I said Arsenal as well. Like, and yeah, so from that, lost my chance. Because if I said Arsenal, you'd been like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get him into the academy. Oh, no, you can't think, dwell on it oh, like that. Oh, no, man, literally, I, I thought Shit. about that for years. Yeah, so that was oh, that, that sounds like it's scared. <laughs> We're in for a hell of a podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was that dream kind of over. But, um, but yeah, why did you never um, pursue, like, illustration and animation and that kind of things? Yeah, I guess like this, this will be similar for both of us. But um, I guess you grow up thinking about it all the time, and you played football all the time. I used to draw all the time, um, and I don't know what happened. Like I used to love trying to make little comic strips and stuff, mm. and generally just um, you know how like when we do like English lessons at primary school, and you get like a book, and you like we'd get asked to like make stories and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I used to love doing that. Same, that's my favourite. I still love make, creating stories and stuff, but drawing I've just never, I've struggled with over the years. I've bought like sketch pads even when I was in Russia, to like just mess about in and just yeah. try and get my creative side flowing again. But when you actually put your pencil to paper, it's like I've got my it's imagination's daunting. just not there anymore. Yeah. And also, it's so easy to me for me to fuck it up mm. and throw away the paper, and it's yeah. like. Um, no, I think I just fell out of it, you know. Mm. I think other things came about, and 
Um, when you're a kid, your ambitions change all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, your friends and family around you definitely um, change your mind. And it's only when you get to high school that you begin to realize, okay, this is what I can actually achieve. Mm-hmm. And it makes it makes certain dreams less of a reality, you know? Yeah, I think growing up, you the more you're exposed to... Um, different experiences the more your aspirations are kind of altered Mm. because you you see more of the world you see more of what life can be um and you're like maybe i don't want to go down that path maybe i want to go down this path yeah definitely um and obviously swayed by different people and different scenarios Um, absolutely see it's funny you wanted to do um be a footballer but your dad's profession was an actor, more on the creative side. Mm. You wanted to be more on the the physical exercise side of it. And what? Why did you change to become more creative? What happened there? I don't know. I think it, it was always there, um, the creative side. Um, and like, my dad would always take me to like charity football games where he'd play. Um, and one of his close friends, uh, a guy called Frank Thompson, was a photographer. Um, and I remember being really young um, and just getting on so well with Frank. He was just like such a like great guy. I think I even remember you like hyping about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I've met, met, met him, him before. Times, yeah, I'm yeah. sure I have. Um, and yeah, he basically just introduced me to a camera. He showed me. Um, he basically he just he was the guy with the camera. Um, Whenever like he was around, he'd always just give me one of his cameras, and I'd just take photos. Literally, when I was like seven or eight. Yeah, sick. Um, so yeah, and then like one one day he was like, "Oh, I can take can take you to to Silverstone to do to shoot the F one." Um, and I was like, I was like a young kid, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds cool." I didn't really know what the F one was. Um, and yeah, we get there. Um, and yeah, he just gives me this camera with this massive lens on. I can barely hold it. Um, I was a little bit older at this point. Um, and yeah, here you are, Jordan. Look after this five grand lens. <laughs> no, literally, that's that's how much it was. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and yeah, he he was just like, I'll just try and get some good photos. So I would, I would try, and I I always remember one um, moment of the F1. Um, it's slightly different now because the cars are a bit quieter. But I remember there being a person next to me and they kind of went to offer me something um, and I just kind of as you do as a kid like you don't take anything from strangers I was like no I'm okay thanks um, and then the cars start coming around and I realised that well, the car was passing me with the earbuds to put oh, in your ears because the cars were so loud yeah of course like, literally it killed my ears but yeah after that I was just I enjoyed having control over like what was in a frame and the composition. Um, so yeah, that, that kind of like ignited that fire. Yeah, that's awesome, man. To become so enamored from with something from such a young age. Yeah. Cause I know even like from that age, it's not like you instantly were like, I'm going to be a photographer. I'm going to yeah. be a filmmaker or anything. It's just the seeds were planted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, it's kind of just gone forward. And yeah, of course you've become who you are today. It's just um, evolved. And I think, like, have you thought about um, trying to get more into kind of drawing side of things? Because I, 
I think there's a talent there because I've seen your drawings before. Like you've, you've got the talent there. It's just um, out of practice, if anything. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. I think um, I think what put the knife in um, the like animation side and drawing side was just like art in high school. I think I just kind of completely fell out of love of it there, and I wasn't drawing for myself. I was drawing to to meet a deadline yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that and uh, it just became more of a chore mm -hmm. than it was before and when I was in Bristol for my first year I lived with two animators mm -hmm. so they were at the same uh, campus as me but they were both animators and um, it, what they were doing then as well just didn't seem like what they were passionate about okay. which is a lot for it happens with a lot of uni students anyway you're doing stuff just to mm. get the grades and pass the year but yeah, it it looked more strenuous than I was hoping for, and um, I I mean I still I, I watch cartoons every now and again, and uh, they never hold up the way you want them to. Like you you look back on something, you're like I have such good memories of this, and you watch it, you're like don't love it anymore. Yeah. But I just want to keep the memories how they yeah. are. Um, but no, I think for now because I don't really draw or anything like that I still like creating stories which is still part of it I guess from like cartoons and mm. stuff and I still think about um, stories writing fiction and stuff I'm big on like uh, manga and um, just general stories I like a lot of like anime films and stuff which is still yeah. animation and I love all the Pixar I mean most of the Pixar films Toy Story and stuff has always got a big Have place you... in my heart have you got any aspirations to start drawing in the, in the near future? Not really. I mean, I've got a sketchbook and stuff. And um, What's holding you back from it? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> What's holding me back? Don't hold me back. Because <laughs> um, I know for, for me, like, this is just trying to, to compare it to... Sure, your experience um, with football, I guess. Yeah. Because like, you still play football, don't you? Well, yeah, but I've, it's only been... Because I stopped playing for when I was 16, and I only picked it back up again when I was 24, 25. Really? So Did you not play it like a bit in between? Or? Very occasionally. Yeah, I played like yeah. five a side or something. But it really... It took me... to When I when I moved back to Stratford, because obviously I lived in London for a few years, and I moved back to Stratford and... I said, I want to start playing 11 aside. Like, I want to get into a proper team. Mm. Um, and luckily, I knew somebody who played for a team. He said, just come down to training. I went to training, and that first training session nearly killed me. Like, literally, I hadn't played for so long. I smoked 10 to 15 cigarettes a day. Sure. And it killed me. But I was so determined to, to get better at it. Mm. because it was I, I realised it was something that I just love yeah, something that was just missing out of my life that I would do anything to get better because the more the more I feel like I can run around and play football better the happier I'll be so yeah I think it's um, just to butt in for a second yeah, it's okay. like back in the day you're always doing it for yourself mm. but I think when you're younger, maybe you're thinking this could be a potential career path or th there could be a future mm. in this. Whereas now you're primarily just doing it for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that probably makes it the experience 10 times better. Yeah, exactly. 
which like you don't think like oh I'm gonna become a professional no. you might become really good and be part yeah. of an actual team mm. but um, you're doing it for yourself and you're enjoying yeah. it which is completely the main thing man. well that's the thing yeah so I, I look at it like what am I gonna get out of it I'm gonna get out of it the enjoyment of playing in a team feeling like I'm doing well um, and I think you could potentially look at drawing and animation illustration in a similar way in terms of if I do that like I'm no one's telling me to do this I I know that I'm pretty good at it but I've just lost the love for it let me yeah. just try and see just how it goes see if I'll just pick up a pen draw like a really small character and just see where it stems from there because I think you'll probably find the more you do it the better you'll get at it and the more enjoyment you'll get from it. Definitely. I mean, um, when I was in Bristol and stuff, I would try and write a page of words a day mm. just to try and get the creative juices like flowing in the morning mm. and stuff. But drawing it just kind of like, I don't know, I just it's just kind of completely flattened for me. I still like looking at pieces of art. Like I've got loads of art books at home mm. um, because I'm just fascinated with seeing, like I, on Reddit, I follow... Um, follow a page called like imaginary landscapes okay. which is like just some artist's interpretation of whatever mm. just a different like landscape and that really like sets your mind in motion and makes you start thinking about like mm. stories within that painting yeah, yeah, almost yeah. like there's a guy called simon stallenhag um uh, swedish guy and he does this weird like artwork which is like it looks like it's from the 80s and it's like it looks like it's eighty, like an eighties aesthetic, but then there's like futuristic things involved as well, okay. and it, like each one kind of tells a story, and it kind of builds on top of the previous one, yeah. so you kind of put the pieces together. Um, yeah, I mean, art's great, and I, I love art, but there's so many different forms of art. Like as we're both into now, we both love to tell stories yeah. and show stories. Um, I think you're probably a more shower than a teller. Yeah, um, but that's only, that's only because I'm a tower and don't show anyone. Yeah, <laughs> I keep it fucking deep within. But that that's because um, I was lucky enough to go to film school and do a very practical course. Definitely. Um, whereas, from what I know, your uni course was a lot more theory based. It was, yeah. Um, so, but like, I think I probably I'd probably learn a hundred times more than by the stuff that I've done outside of school than the stuff I have done inside. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, just going back to, like, earliest dreams, what would you say was your most, like, long shot, out-of-reach dream that you've ever had? Like, what, like, can you think of one at all? That I've achieved or that I haven't that achieved? That you haven't achieved. And haven't probably you're achieved. likely never to achieve it, but, like... Never to achieve it. Yeah, but it was um, just something that you just thought, I would love to have done that. And, I mean, I still get that today, having a thought about something like, oh, I'd love to be... A Michelin star chef. Yeah. It's not going to happen ever, <laughs> but it would be nice. Um, well, there's it's, it's tricky because I've got I've recently written a um, what do I call it? Uh, it's like it's kind of like a bucket list. Okay, nice. but it's a, um, of everything that I ever want in my life, or that I can think of right now, anyway. Um, and it's weird because like, I don't want to say that it's not going to be attainable because I really want it to be attainable. Mm. Um, but I, I want to own my own island. Okay. 
doesn't matter how big it is. <laughs> I just want to have my own plot of land on this world. Yeah. That is just completely mine. Yeah. That would be nice. And I want to be a billionaire, but you know. That is attainable. It Somehow is. that is attainable. Yeah. And both are attainable. I mean, both are possible to yeah. some degree. It's probably unlikely. Mm. I hate to break it here. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, think the millionaire one. Keep is wanting probably, that island, mate. Yeah. You'll get that fucking. Well, I, I don't even know how much an island would cost, but no idea. Surely yeah. it can't be too much. There's plenty of islands in the Philippines, isn't there? Well, exactly. Thousands. Thousands. Yeah. So. I mean, what about yours? Go on. What's your unobtainable one? Uh, my unobtainable one. Jeez. I. Uh, I guess I'd like to go to space or something. I mean, it's a pretty space, pretty cliche yeah. uh, dream for kids and stuff. But you see, I would never like to go to space. It would scare the shit out of me completely. No, like. I was when I um, that film we were talking about earlier, the underwater film, Kristen mm. Stewart. When I was watching that film, I was thinking like, I'm so happy on this level of like where we are right now in yeah. terms of Earth. Like, I don't want to go anywhere further down into the sea. Like, they were like miles down in the sea. Yeah, like, I'm sound with that. Or I don't want to go up in the in the space because it just it scares me. But like one of my like deep morbid ideas is like if I was a really old man yeah. and like I was basically on death's door for instance and um, it, I'm slightly inspired by a Futurama episode which we actually watch around here one night after a few beers yeah. and um, it's when like Bender goes flying into space <laughs> I would like love for like to be strapped to a cannon and get shot into space and I just get like I just go fly through space. And with, like with like a suit on? Or with just... a suit on, yeah. Okay. Just to survive a bit. I mean, I would die eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, just to see you like, wanna... space would just, okay. my mind would explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would be petrified. But So you want to get to like, to the, where it goes to like, no go out of gravity. And then just yeah, float. Yeah, just float forever. Forever so like, until you be die. At like, max velocity and hopefully I'm just continually, yeah, continuously yeah. Picking up speed, <laughs> and I'm just flying past all these planets and Mars and <laughs> Jupiter. It would be incredible. That would be mad. It would be in something else, but yeah, one of my yeah, I, I wrote a, basically a vision board, and it's basically a list list of everything that I want to achieve in my life. That's a great idea. Um, and it was so liberating to write. I honestly recommend you should write one if you get a chance because. Mm. It kind of makes you weirdly excited for life. I get, I bet, yeah. Because you're like, oh wow, like half of this stuff, like I probably will never achieve. Mm. But like, even if I achieve five things on this list, that's incredible. Of course, yeah. So, um, yeah, like I'll, just, I'll read, I'll read you a couple of them. Sure, sure. Um, so, make a feature film with my dad, Patrick cool. Robinson, who's an actor, um, which is very attainable. It's possible. Um, uh, buy my mum a Mercedes. That's one that I've had for probably the longest time. Like yeah. I've always said to her, when I get some money, I'll buy you that Mercedes. I've always I've become more aware of that recently. It's like, as you get older, it's like, I want to fucking gift my parents yeah, the world if I could. Literally. I'd love to pay their mortgage off and shit, but yeah. I'm just not, I'm just not that, I'm just not there yet. You yeah, know? but it can happen like, 
Yeah. Anytime. Um, that would be lovely to do there. Lovely to do. I want to, yeah, like I said, own an island. Um, I want to start a foundation to try and like help the world. Um, I don't know what it could be or how it could help the world, but I just want to start something that does good mm-hmm. and something that I can, when I die, I can be like, that's what I've left. As well as like kids or whatever. Yeah. Like, something that's going to continue to help people after I'm gone kind of thing. I mean, yeah, that's such a good feeling knowing that you've helped people. And this is quite superficial to de- to say, but I've, I've discussed this with people before and it's like, when I die, I want to be remembered. Yeah. Like, and it's, I mean, usually, isn't it like, I can't remember the quote, but it's like, um, when the last person that remembers you dies, that's when you're really dead yeah, or something. Yeah. So that might be like two generations down. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like making a feature film as well, mm. that makes your name slightly long lasting. Yeah. Uh, but if it, if you were to start a foundation, then it's actually, I mean, exactly. a film is doing good for people on a more um, deeper level, subconscious level, maybe yeah, yeah. like um, inspiring them. But doing a foundation where you help people live and survive and stuff is such a good, uh, would be such a good thing to do. Well, exactly. They won't just like remember you, they'll remember you in for like a really good reason. Mm. Um, but also, like, you're, you're helping someone else exist. Exactly. You're like helping someone else out, and mm. you're, you're, you're only one life. Yeah. But if you can save or help hundreds of lives. Yeah. And that's just so grat. That'd be such a gratifying feeling. Yeah. So that's that's on my vision boards. That's yeah, man. I need to start writing stuff like that down. Did Honestly. you ever make like a journal at all or anything in the past? Or no, a diary? See, I've, I'm really not good at at writing that much. But you don't need to be good at writing. You no, just, as long as you can understand it. Yeah. No. I th- but I think it frustrates me because I've never really been. Like even growing up, I was never really that kind of kid who would read and write and mm. like obviously I can do it but I was more kind of outside playing football oh yeah so same. that kind of natural thing of like I think for yeah for, for a couple of years I don't think I really wrote anything for, like for a long time yeah and then what's your I, handwriting like nowadays oh mate absolutely terrible <laughs> absolutely terrible mine is as well and I've, I've realised that when I'm writing as well sometimes my hand will literally just kind of do some kind of weird spasm and I'll be like, why the, Why did I just do that? And I have to scratch it all out and start again because yeah. I'm just not used to it. It's a weird thing because like we, all, we grow up so often writing yeah. and then almost instantly after high school and uni, yeah, you, just don't. you just don't write yeah. at all. And it's a weird feeling because you've done it for so long. Yeah. And especially with technology now, you literally don't need to write mm. at all. It's weird. I kept a uh, diary for a little bit and uh, I've got one like a scrapbook where I just write little quotes and stuff mm. down or just little bits and draw like little images and stuff. So I, I still draw to some degree in that. Mm. And I kept a diary when I was in Russia, but I noticed that when I was writing in it, it was primarily when I was having a bad day because yeah. I just felt like I had more to write about. Yeah. And it, it, I like, I read some of them back, not uh, probably quite a while ago now, but uh, I was like, God, these are all fucking depressing. Like there's mm. one where, um, I got the bus home and I saw like two abandoned dogs on the side of the road and I was like, they were still alive, but they like they just looked 
it just I just felt upset for them because it was mm. cold and they were it was at night. I was like, yeah. they got nowhere to go. And I remember writing about it. And I look back, I was like, why is there nothing positive in here? And it start writing more positive shit down because yeah. like that's what I want to look back on. I don't want to look back on and think, oh god, what a shit time I had in uh, Latvia or yeah. stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, maybe we, I reckon just to go on a little tangent mm-hmm. about the dreams. Oh, do you want to do it now or later? Maybe talk about our dreams when we go to bed at night or um, what what's that noise? What noise? That's like a hum. It's just, I don't know, it's just picked up from the mic. <laughs> Listen to that. Should we do like dreams now type of thing? Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. What's your. So, right, let's go into. Let's go into some dreams that we have today. And I think a lot of people kind of share the similar sort of dreams where yeah. they want. They want a big house, they want a nice car, they want a family, they want to meet the love of their life, um, they want a pet dog or cat, and then they want to grow old happy, and then die happy. Um, And I think that's a collectively shared dream. Everybody wants to live long, everyone wants to make money, uh, but I mean, because we're 26 and 27 respectively, we are still like at the start of our careers almost yeah and i think for me my i would love to make a feature film as well mm-hmm. when i say make a feature film it doesn't necessarily mean direct it or anything but like write it would be enough for me or even be involved in the process but i'd love to to have a story in my head and then one day it's shared amongst others and people like it yeah i mean it must be so deflating to like write one of your like one of your stories that you've had in your mind for years and then you release it to the world everyone shits on it it would be dreadful yeah Um, but it must be so exciting to to quite the opposite have something in your head for so long yeah you eventually get it out and you're really nervous about it and then people are like that's the most incredible thing definitely I've ever seen there's um you know the film The Book of Eli yeah, Denzel yeah, Washington. Denzel, yeah. So the guy that wrote it, Gary Witter, he's an English guy, and he was uh, he was in the games industry for a bit. I think he's, he still is technically kind of, but he wrote Rogue One, Star Wars, and oh, wow. stuff like that. And he said that um, when he went to set at the Book of Eli, like Denzel came up to him and was just like, "How does it feel to know that like what you've written is now in front of your eyes?" Yeah. And he was just like, "It's so overwhelming." Yeah. He didn't know how to feel. He didn't. He couldn't see anything negative about it. It was yeah. all positive. Um, and then the film comes out, and the film's all right. I mean, yeah. it's not. It's not going to set the world on fire, but it's a. It's a good film. Yeah. Like, um, I think just the fact that um, something that you create is being seen and being um, applauded by hundreds, thousands, millions of people oh, is. It is a very weird feeling. Like I had it when I made. Um, my film Hypo last year um, and it wasn't even like it was my story it was like John Sell uh, the main guy and it came to me with his the story of his life and said can you help me make this and turn this into a film so I um, I wrote well he gave me the rough um, what happened in his life and I turned it into a short film um, and then 
we spent time working out how to produce it, get people in, and then directed it, and then screened it at the Everyman Cinema in Stratford. Um, and I remember just standing at the back of the cinema while a, a room full of like all my friends and family um, and people who had just kind of paid for tickets were just Amazing. watching it, just thinking like, without my mind or without me, they wouldn't be watching anything. Do you know what I mean? Sure. It was just a very weird, weird feeling. It was kind of like, it was kind of a weird powerful feeling definitely but like I, I bet you like almost had like a um, like an out-of-body experience almost looking down on yourself yeah, and then seeing the room from a different perspective than mm. your own uh, not to go too deep <laughs> <laughs> but like i remember watching a video of uh, tarantino when he's uh, showed once upon a time in hollywood at Cannes film festival and everyone in the audience like turns around and applauds him and they applaud him for 10 minutes straight, literally just constantly clapping. That would be, be too much for me. And Tarantino is like loving it. He's just like bowing yeah, to people. He's, he take, he's making a joke out of it and he does like this, like, <laughs> sort of dancing. Um, but yeah, I imagine that would have been such a good feeling. But the thing with like films, because we're both, we both love films and we would like to make a film, a feature film at some point in our lives. It's, it has a profound effect on people. Certain films do anyway. I mean, not saying everything, but a lot of films are complete garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a good film will connect with you on an emotional level. Oh, absolutely. So. It will resonate with you completely. Mm. Um, I mean, just to go off a bit, like, what film would you say has affected you the most? And why? Um, I'll give you one second. I was to think about say. it. <laughs> <laughs> my days. Um, I, I can go with one if you want first. Yeah, you go. All right. Well, my favourite film of all time is Blade Runner 2049. Really? And, yeah, it just had an absolute profound effect on me. Is that the new one? The new one, Shit. yeah. I don't I've even like seen... the old one that much. I haven't even seen either of them. Uh, the old one's good. I, I've watched the old one like three or four times before I watched the, the new one. And I didn't never loved it. And actually, after watching the newer one, I've appreciated the old one more. The old one's considered a classic in the sci-fi genre because it's deep about... Um, they're not called... Uh, sorry. They're not called androids, but they're, um, they're human robots, basically. So they've created them with like skin and okay. flesh and bones and everything. And, yeah, this second one, I went to the Everyman cinema to watch it with my girlfriend at the time, and she slept through the whole thing. But I was completely <laughs> invested and the soundtrack, everything. Um, but I think the reason I connected to it so much was I didn't love it. I didn't hundred I didn't think it was the best film I'd ever seen when I first saw it. But after watching it again, um, it really touches on loneliness and stuff like that. And I think that's something that everyone can um, relate to. can relate to absolutely. And it's basically about like you don't ch like you don't choose your family and stuff. And there's always there's always a twist and stuff and. Um, I think it just that film resonated with me so hard, and I, I'm honestly like scared to watch it again because like I want to watch it in the best experience ever. I want 4K. Have you only watched it once then? I've watched it twice. Okay. Yeah, I've got it on Blu-ray. And uh, randomly enough, Kanye West put up a, a tweet a while ago, 
and he was watching Blade Runner on like a massive 8K video screen, which is like at the front of like a, a, a conference hall or something. It was fucking huge on the screen, and I was like, I need to watch it there. It's insane. But yeah, that's basically all. I don't, I, 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 we talk about films another time, I assume. But well, I've got one of my one of I'm going into it quickly, and then we can move on to dreams. But um, yeah, um, one of my favorite films that's connected with me in a in a way, and I don't fully understand why. Um, it's just one of those films that. I love the acting, I love the writing, I love just everything about it. Um, it's a film called American Gangster mm-hmm. with um, with Denzel. Second shout out for sure. Yeah, I know. Denzel's Ridley Scott guy. film, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think it might yeah. be. And it's just, I think it's just about, um, obviously like the film's about Denzel and how he kind of starts from being the, the assistant to one of the big mob bosses and then he builds up and he becomes the big mob boss, but it's King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> yeah. Is it that? Is that from it? I can't really remember if that's no. Nah, is that Training Day? Day? That's Training Day. I think. Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but I just I just love how um, how he built an empire um, and how confident somebody can be, uh, and it's it's just it just taught me a lot about morals and um, working hard mm. um, obviously like he does it through selling drugs but it's also by it makes you think about how you need to think differently to the competition if you want to get ahead of the competition and um, yeah that's just one of the films that's kind of stuck stayed with me for it's a long great time. film man it's a great film at least it's not Wolf of Wall Street, is it? Because like, wow. a lot of people do say, like, oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I think Wolf of Wall Street's a great film. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's a cokehead. Exactly. Wet yeah. fantasy. Like, yeah. it's it's not it's not the best film in the world, but it's a no. good, good film. It is a good film. It's a very long film. Though. It's very long. It's very long. Right, let's, let's, let's go into film. our dreams at night. <sighs> okay. Because I, I kind of thought about this last night, because I had, I've been having some fucked up, dreams recently not bad dreams okay. just like deep dreams really? um like i don't know I, recently like dreams are obviously like uh, your memories or like if you've had the slight thought of something or whatever you've seen Seems or something so, yeah. it will slightly pop up in your mind somehow and like even talking to you now i'm, I'm forgetting my dream from last <laughs> yeah. night like as we speak it's going and i remember like falling in love with this girl that I think I saw on Twitter or something. Mm. I don't know what she sounds like. I've just seen a picture of her and I'm sure I met her and like, I actually, you were in a dream of mine the other day yeah. and I fell in love with you deeply. <laughs> nah, you were, um, do you know Anya Taylor-Joy, the actress? She is in, um, she was in Peaky Blinders. She was also... The Ada. No, I don't know. I haven't watched Peaky Blinders. Oh, right. <laughs> she's a young, young. She, yeah, she's a young actress. She's got a very unique look to her. She a brunette or blonde? Blonde. Ah, uh, okay. But like yeah. you were, I think you were with her. I think she's great. And I was like, I think I was like to my friend, to whoever, whoever was there in the dream, was like, I really love her as an actress. Like, I actually love her. George <laughs> Trevor. And I remember like trying to talk to her and saying, I really loved you in The Witch, and her just blanking me, and I was like. I woke up like, oh, thank fuck, it was a dream. <laughs> There's been a few of those recently. Really? 
And there was one last night which really stuck out to me. I thought it was absolutely insane. Mm. But I felt like I was in someone else's mind. That's mad. And we were in a small room and I was like cleaning. There was like loads of us cleaning up the floor of like this black tar, black shit. That's deep. Yeah. That's and like we were like cleaning their bad thoughts or something. That's property. It was weird. Who do you reckon it could be? Not anyone I want to divulge <laughs> in this podcast, I tell you. Um, no, I have an idea of who it was, but I don't think I don't think it's I, can't, I don't think you can distinguish who it was. It was just really no. strange. Um, but yeah, I mean, dreams have always been around with us. We spend like six years of our lives dreaming or something. I know we we dream. We sleep for a third of our lives or something silly like that. Mm. But like collectively, six years is how long we dream for. That's crazy. Yeah. So like our subconscious mind is actually more active when we're asleep yeah. than when we're awake. I fucking love sleeping, obviously. I think yeah. everyone does. Everyone yeah. needs a good sleep. Um, I, st- I still I struggle to to remember any of my dreams. Yeah. Like there are a few. Like there's one... Like a recurring dream I had as a kid, which yeah, I don't I'm even know, know why. Yeah. Tell me. I don't even know why I had it, but it was it was wasn't yeah. I'd basically be looking down my garden, and as you know, I had a very long garden, mm. um, and I always just remember. Can't remember if it was at night or in the daytime. I think it was a day, but it was kind of like um, twenty eight days later, where it was like proper murky and like cold light and all that kind of stuff. But um, I just remember. Was it like um, pirate skeletons <laughs> on horses, like jumping over my back fence? I think you've told and me this. Like before. galloping up the garden. I, I think I've probably told you. Yeah, I probably have. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. That's bizarre. I've never had it again. Maybe uh, there was like a show or a cartoon or yeah. something that somehow is like. And you, it was a reoccurring dream. Not, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I wouldn't have it every night, obviously, but like, you got another one. It's gone. <laughs> it literally just went, just completely flattened. Um, but yeah, yeah, weird, weird dream. Weird, but I can't remember any of my dreams. I used to be able to, like, I used to have a uh, dream journal. Dream, no, dream catcher. Oh yeah. Like, I'm, I'm oh yeah, maybe other than that. Um, and surprisingly, that actually did help me remember them a little bit more but then I got rid of it yeah I mean there's a lot of t- dreams are so effective like you can fall in love in a dream you can become to learn to hate someone from a dream and there's so much relief sometimes when you wake yeah. up and you're like oh it was a dream yeah I mean there's been times when like I've dreamt and it's like I'm stuck in the dream and I can't get out and yeah. I'm like okay I know I'm a, I know I'm in a dream but I can't wake up for some reason I get I get thrown into another dream and yeah. then I instantly forget I'm in a dream and then it just keeps happening. Um, but then there are also dreams where like you do hook up with the girl that you've always wanted to hook up with or you you win oh, you win um, like a load of money or win the lottery um, and then you wake up and you're like oh, oh man, it God. was just a dream. I've only got Copper, and then it just it kind of ruins your day yeah it, it, just, morning, it deflates you for a bit it's it like, oh, fuck's sake but like it's like when you fall in love 
with someone in a dream and then you like see them at school or something and you're like yeah. oh shit I fucking love you yeah and it's like wow they don't feel the same way maybe they've had a dream maybe we've had, shared the same dream yeah um, one of my reoccurring dreams from when I was a kid was I would dream that I'd wake up like in my room but I'd be walking down the stairs mm. and my parents would be like watching something on the TV and it'd be like Stratford Town Centre getting de decimated by dragons <laughs> like flying in the air and like breathing fire all over it mm. and um I remember like thinking, oh no, this is it. And I remember like looking out the window and the sky was all a weird colour and stuff because yeah. of the dragons I assume. And I think I had that dream like twice or really? something. Yeah, two or three times maybe. And I'm sure, I don't know if it's the same dream, but I also had where I would look outside my lounge window and Spyro the dragon would come round and he'd be giant. <laughs> he'd be like two stories high and he'd like walk across the street. That would be terrifying. Mm. Uh, have you ever had... Um sleep paralysis yes yeah have i you? was hoping you'd get onto this yeah i've had it loads of times i've never had it you've never had it no 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 but shit you're fortunate man but um my girlfriend Paloma's had it yeah um she said it was absolutely terrifying it is quite terrifying you kind of get used to it though really yeah like uh it's never good don't get me wrong <laughs> it's never good because you want to move something or you, you just can't, you know. Mm. If you're like lying on one side and you're just completely frozen, it's horrible. I never had sleep paralysis until someone told me what sleep paralysis was. Because really? you, don't, you don't generally remember mm. or like you don't really think, you don't become super conscious when you're there. Mm. But when someone told me about it, that's when I've become super conscious with it. Yeah. And I had a hectic one. I think it was this year or last year. Do you know what a succubus is? Uh, yes, kind of. I've it, heard of it. Before. Yeah, it's like a it's a it's a female demon basically, okay. and she like they say that's one of the causes of sleep paralysis. She like sits on your chest or something. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I think I had that one night where I felt like there was someone like leaning in front of me. I like going, Aah. yeah, it was fucking horrible and constantly pushing on my chest. But somehow I, I woke up yeah. and got around. I mean, it's always like oh. weird. Yeah, Paloma's was, um, she remembers just kind of waking up in bed and kind of just looking at the bottom of her bed and there was just somebody just like a dark figure just like sat there, like mm. facing away, but just like turning around to look at her. And she just couldn't move a muscle. And Even think, scares me thinking. I know, about yeah. And then it I think it started like kind of turning around and like coming a little bit closer to her. And she remembers that somebody told her that you have to just focus on moving one finger. Because okay, then as yeah. soon as you move one finger, the rest of your body can move. Mm. It's really agitating and uncomfortable because yeah. you want to move, but you just can't, your muscles just aren't working. Yeah, I'd absolutely hate that. I really I hope I don't have one tonight. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrified. Oh, shit. You have to get some pro plus, don't you? <laughs> I actually had one as well not too long ago with aliens involved. <laughs> it was... Fuck. This was actually fucking scary. <laughs> I've completely forgot about it until we just mentioned then. Um, yeah, I was in bed, but I was on my side. And I remember, like, being able to, like, look behind me slightly. And there was, like, two or three alien figures at the side of my bed looking over me. And I remember like staring at them for ages and they were like 
I think they like went to lean over with their hand and it was like a long hand. Oh. And when they did that, I fell asleep again and woke back up oh, right. like in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fucking hell. That was a bit intense. That's mad. I always find it interesting how, I don't know if this worked for everybody, but I feel like it worked for me when I was a kid. Like if you have a nightmare, like, and you wake up, if you turn onto the other side, like, you won't, Think about it again, or something. Really? Yeah. That sounds like an old wives' tale. I know. Yeah, I don't know, but I always, I reckon, run straight from mum and dad's room. <laughs> like, right, I'm sleeping in here. Why don't you go in my bed? Yeah, I don't really have. Do you have many nightmares anymore? Not really. No, I think when you're a kid, nightmares can be anything. Like you get scared yeah. of loads of things when you're a kid. I used to have one about foxes and stuff that would scare me, like down the green. Yeah. Um, no, I mean. The only slight um, nightmares I had, like, uh, when I was in Bristol for my first year, I suffered with tinnitus or tinnitus for a bit, okay. ringing in my ears, and I'd have a lot of dreams where it'd end with, like, a massive explosion, and like, I think it would explode around me, but really it was my ears were ringing, mm. so, like, it would kind of, like, blend into the dream slightly, okay. or I'd, like, wake up and I'd hear a massive bang, which wouldn't exist, it yeah. would just be my mind making up. Which makes me sound completely sane. Um, no, I, I get that though. I but no, I don't. Do you suffer with nightmares anymore? I don't know. No, not anymore. I think since well, since I've been in a relationship the last five years, I, I don't think I've had one. Like, yeah, that's good. When I yeah, when I've got when you've got somebody there, it's like you don't. I don't know. I, it's really strange. I don't think I've had one since I've been with Paloma. No, that's good, man. I don't think I ever really suffered with one. I think um, when I was with one of my exes, I remember waking up in the middle of the night and she had not had a nightmare. Really? And she thought someone was in the room with us or something. So I fucking wake up and I start pranging. And I like, look around and I, I clearly see nothing. Yeah. Um, but then I remember looking, um, I think I was, I think we were still, I can't remember. I remember looking at my desk chair. She was here. I was to, so she was to the left of me. I was to the right next to the wall, and the chair was here. I remember looking at the chair, and it just looked super dark, darker than anything else in the room. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I didn't know if my eyes were going funny. Yeah. And um, I like kind of like shifted places with her, and then like I could see nothing was there, but it was giving me a bad vibe anyway. <laughs> so I kind of like lunged at the chair, and then nothing happened. She lunged at the I didn't chair. really lunge at it, but I kind of like leant up and like pushed it in the chair because it was on wheels, just started back, and I was like, ah! <laughs> but no, nothing happened. But no, no nightmares really anymore. No. It's, uh, I mean, we'll probably have one fucking tonight I was now. Say, I, was <laughs> still, I still get scared about certain things. Like, um, yeah. I don't get scared of like walking in the dark and stuff, but. I don't know, I still don't like going in the dark. Do you not? Not really, no. Nah. I guess everyone's got like kind of an, an innate fear of the darkness anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think it just makes you feel um, vulnerable. Do you ever have dreams where you like get in a fight and like everything goes slow motion? So like you try to hit someone, but when you try and hit them, you can't? Um, like you hit their face and they just nothing happens or no reaction? No, I haven't had one that's a fight one. Sorry. Um... I often have them when I where I'm playing football and I'll go and kind of try and shoot 
and I can't. Okay. And yeah, that's a similar type of thing. Yeah, and it will frustrate me so much. And I think that just comes down to feeling like I'm not in the right physical state that where I want to be for football. Mm. Um, but no, not the fight one. I've yeah, never yeah. been in a fight, though. No, I guess I I've been on the receiving end of the fight, <laughs> but I haven't really been in a fight fight, to say. No. Um, yeah, I mean, dreams are fucking awesome, man. I mean, you can wake up and... I think I've dreamt of like the whole a whole film before, yeah. And like think I've watched the whole film, maybe like one of the latest Star Wars or something. Like I've dreamt about it and seen the whole thing. I'm like, yeah. oh, that was a good film. Actually. <laughs> oh shit, about two weeks ago. Yeah, the other day I I actually it's really weird. I I started going to sleep, and then like you know like just before you kind of go into deep sleep, you have like a little bit period where you're kind of like half in, half out. Yeah. Um, and before I fell fully into deep sleep, like. I came up with like a film idea. So I like, I kind of woke up, wrote it down on my phone and the same happened as soon as I woke up, like the next morning, I had another idea. So it's weird how your brain can just kind of like work like that. Uh, There's something called like precognitive dreams. Really? So like, uh, it's like almost, you know, when you have uh, deja vu type of thing. Yeah. So like you dream about something and then it actually happens. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, some people think like, oh, I'm psychic because of it. But yeah. no, I mean, you probably knew it was going to happen. Yeah. And then you dreamt it was going to happen and then it did happen. Yeah. So it there is... was... Sorry, Karen. Oh, no. Uh, please do. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> Basically, I remember reading this article that was like, um, when the Titanic sank, a lot of people came forward saying that they had dreamt it was going to sink. And they thought they were like somehow like uh, super, um, super psychic, su- yeah. psychic type of yeah. thing. And uh, the reason for that is basically that like for the Titanic um, set sail, mm-hmm. there was like newspaper articles and stuff that would say the Titanic is unsinkable and blah blah blah. Yeah. So it, it only takes you slightly to change yeah. the what thought in your mind. Sink, what yeah. if it did sink? And then you dream about it, and yeah, it's like, yeah. oh shit! And now it has actually sank. Yeah. But it's quite a cool little... Uh, well, deja vu is just a mad thing, isn't it? Crazy thing. It really is just a mad thing. And I don't know if there's an actual scientific... I'm sure there is a scientific explanation for it, but I've probably read it before and then completely forgotten it. Again, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a very bizarre feeling. It, it overwhelms you when you it experience does, yeah. it. You can't... Re- like, I had it the other day. literally sat right here when Paloma came in and she was saying something. And I was just... I kind of just stared at her. Because it, it's like... You've obviously, yeah, you feel like you've seen it. And she's about to pick up that mug. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just kind of like waiting to see, like, where's this going to go? The bird's going to fly into yeah. the window. <laughs> it's fucking mad. It is. But also, you've probably been sat in here before and Paloma's been well, Exactly, yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're very strange feelings, you know. Dreams, I love dreams, though. Dreams are dreams awesome. Dreams are the best. Dreams what? in reality and dreams subconsciously in both. Well, exactly. What would awesome. life be like without dreams? it would be I'm going to harken back to Futurama again mm-hmm. it's like an episode where they, they meet people that are completely neutral and they're all grey so everyone looks exactly the same they're wearing grey clothes and then there's like um, I, th- I can't remember what it happens but they basically ask like, how do they feel and they go I have no strong feelings one way or the other <laughs> and it's like they're just exactly the same yeah. everyone would be exactly the same they would if there were no dreams. Um, 
nothing I don't know I mean dr dreams have been such a I'm, people have been dreaming for years I, animals dream yeah like um, I'm sure the Neanderthals and hunter-gatherers from back in the day dreamt as well yeah. and yeah I, I don't really have a good answer for you what do you think well no I don't, I don't know but if you think about all of the all of the incredible things that have, that people have achieved because of dreams mm. It just makes you think like this world would wouldn't be what it is today without dreams. Absolutely not. And I think on some deeper level, um, as you said, this world could not exist without dreams. Mm. Like we wouldn't be here today without dreams. No. Our parents wouldn't have conceived if it, conceived us yeah. if it wasn't for dreams, and all the way down our family trees and stuff. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't have electricity, we wouldn't, I don't know, we wouldn't have the sky, the clouds. <laughs> well, it's true. Anything. It's Because if you, if you believe in the, the theory of evolution, I might be talking about stuff I don't really know too much about, but like down to the, the simplest level of at one point we probably couldn't walk on two feet, mm. but it was the aspiration of that being to be like actually no i want to walk on two feet that made us get to that point do you know what i mean absolutely well it's just i've completely subscribed to the theory of evolution yeah. and i think the fish would just want to keep going onto land and keep going but then eventually somehow it would evolve enough to grow some sort of legs or flippers exactly. that it would be able to navigate on yeah, and move yeah. and then from there but um, if, if there were no dreams, then it would just be like, oh, I'm just going to swim here and nothing will ever change. It just swim in a circle yeah. constantly, with nothing to do, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing we have to thank for it really is our brains. Like, our brain capacity is ridiculous. Yeah. We have so many thoughts going through our mind every second of the day. Um, it's difficult to articulate ourselves sometimes because mm. our memories aren't great really as humans like we remember bits and bobs or we get reminded by things yeah. but we're always thinking about the past present and future simultaneously mm. and yeah man dreams couldn't live with them couldn't live no we couldn't <laughs> could, could, could live with them can't live without them that's yeah. what i'm trying to say it's been a good episode though yeah i think so man i've enjoyed talking about dreams with yeah you. and i think um even though you didn't become a footballer and I haven't become a cartoonist. You could uh, still do that though. You could still become a footballer. Yeah, no, that's not, not premiership player. Not for shit. <laughs> but no, I mean, do I you think know what you could do. We need a logo. Well, I've, did you see it? I drew like the typography for one of them. Did you? Yeah, I only did a rough sketch. It's not great, but I did. I wrote uh, volume one up all night. Yeah, no, I saw. That. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we need one like. We need I know. I thought. I thought about a flat white and a black coffee, but like with faces on and like <laughs> actual cartoon to we'll put see. us the logo. We'll see about that. What little caricatures of ourselves? Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see. You know, we got we got other things to focus on, and we're looking forward to our next episode, which will be about. No, we have no idea yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it will have a nice new logo drawn by oh, Jack Murphy Jones. Shit. And we're going to be start selling merchandise soon with footballs. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> which will basically uh, have Jordan's uh, childhood trophies on it. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. It's getting late. But it's been an absolute pleasure. And, no, it's uh, been a good episode. Uh, yeah, mate. Thanks for coming around. I'm enjoying doing this. And um, let's try and do them more than uh, once a week, maybe. Yeah, we've we've managed to go over an hour, just about. So yeah. uh, hopefully, people are going to listen to it because I think this episode was a lot better than the first one. Yeah, I think we definitely had a bit more concise thoughts about it, yeah. and we said we had a bit of a structure, you know, to go yeah, from. Yeah, I think we should try and do that every episode. To be fair. No, I appreciate you doing that, man. But yeah. Until next time, people, thank you for listening. Uh, Subscribe if you like. um, And we'll be back very soon with another episode. And if you don't like to subscribe, that's fine. But you've you've watched it now, so... (laughs) Listen to it. Just listen to it, you know. (laughs) Just just listen, it helps. Just listen. It's all love. It's all dreams. It's just a dream that we have. It's all love. Baby, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah. Bye-bye. All right.